Hi, I'm Chud X. And I'm Lanny. And this is The World As It Is Today. Hey Lanny, oh my goodness, it's been another week. And it's been a full week, where it's actually Wednesday today. It's been two weeks, because you didn't record last week. Oh my gosh, it's been two weeks. Yeah, I just threw out some random me talking to myself about yeah. my food preservation. I listened back to it. It was great. I like that you brought up the idea of doing a Greener Postures, uh, Greener Postures podcast. Really? Uh, I think that's that's awesome, because you, you speak so well on your own. Uh, I just bog you down. <laughs> senseless conspiracy bullshit. No, I think it's more fun when it's the two of us. Yeah, we for riff, sure. We riff off each other in a way I can't do by myself. It's. I, I think it's more fun, but that's not to say that you aren't more informational. Hmm. You're you're full of uh, of uh, practical stuff, whereas I'm full of speculation that will never be proven. <laughs> I don't know, but I definitely can talk, so I have that. Yeah, I don't think we should ever give this up. Uh, even if, if you go in that direction. And I mentioned on a recent episode of uh, Deborah Gets Red Pilled that's not quite out yet that uh, I'm thinking about doing a, a solo podcast as well, but that would be non-conspiratorial and it would just be about music and entertainment. Yeah, I'm excited just about music. that. I've been looking into the, the other uh, host that we would need to use and and uh, trying to gain some information so I could help you start that this late fall or winter when we have more time. Well, today is kind of a, uh, a transition day. Aside from that, it's the last day of August. You realize that? It is. It is the last day of August tomorrow, September. It's September. It's been a full year since my bee attack, since my hornet attack. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, I was just thinking of that. And uh, I just finished mowing the 17 and a half acres, yeah. which is, I feel, I feel very great about. Three days, over three days. Now I just need to weed eat all the fence lines for maintenance purposes, not for beauty, but for uh, keeping it, keeping Keep it solid. Keep the fence lines, yeah, ready Especially to go. as I got close, there was one spot I was really surprised to see a uh, blackberry had popped up right where I'd, I'd pulled out all the roots, I thought, mm. and it's getting in there. And that's, that's what will really pull apart a fence yeah. um, like this. Oh, they just wires. like swallow it and just take it down. Yep. It's pretty amazing, actually. Uh, so, yeah, I got to go around like that. And I spoke with our, our lovely neighbor, um, the uh, cattle farmer um, to the south of us. And he's going to let me borrow his aerator-like um, device to punch a bunch of holes in the soil again uh, once the rain starts falling. Um, so yeah, my point is, is that I'm transitioning from what has seemed like more and more and more stuff to, Ooh, things are going to start spreading out and I'm going to have a little more time. Yeah, this is, this is a big one. And the other big one that's coming up is we've got to process our roosters. So we'll be slaughtering some roosters. When we slaughter those roosters, you'll have less chickens to feed. Less chickens to feed. <laughs> Inside joke there for family. Um, and you, you'll have less chicken, you know, more space for our hens to move. And, and we can start thinking of nesting boxing boxes for those hens because they're about to start laying it. They're, they're over four months now, so they can have eggs anytime. Yeah, I moved them from the tractor into the A-frame yesterday. Now I just got to figure out uh, that was just the way it worked out. That wasn't really my plan. Now, I think what I want to do is uh, maybe with a with a helping hand um, of either you or, or um, our son uh, to keep opening and closing a hatch while I one at a time pull the roosters out of there, yeah. which is the abundance of them. Gosh. And get them back into the chicken tractor to then one footstep at a time make its way over to our to our slaughter hole. To our slaughter, slaughter, slaughter our, uh, the site of the old pig barn that we use for slaughtering chickens yeah, now. Yeah, um, the pig barn acts as a nice backdrop um, so that we're not showing the neighbors what we're doing. Don't need any looky-loos or commenters. No. And it just gives us a little privacy and more, you know, a little shade, a little bit protection from wind, that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, we need to set a date to do that. I think we should do it next week. Yeah, sounds on good. Your, one of your days off and... And it'll probably be just us this time. Mm-hmm. And we'll just do it. Yep. And this time, I am excited because this week I did something that I've wanted to do for a long time. That's been a little intimidating to me. And I canned tuna. Ooh. 
So I got a bunch of cans of tuna. I opened them up and I put them in other cans. And then, I, no, I'm just kidding. It was fresh caught tuna from the waters here where we live. And um, they came into the harbor here locally. I had a friend that arranged all of it and she picked it up. It was big ass, uh, what are they called? Albacore tuna. Um, like, I can't remember what she called them. Like fillets, like loins. Tenderloins looking things. Long pieces of muscle instead of steaks. Yeah. Which is what you usually see if you're in a restaurant or whatever. And uh, I cut those to size and we fit them into um, half pint sized jars and added a little bit of light olive oil and salt and pressure canned those. Pressure canning time is a hundred minutes. So that was like a long time, mm-hmm. but they all the jars sealed, which if you know canning or you're looking online, there's a lot of people being worried that your cans will not see like you, they want you to do nothing with fat. You shouldn't be canning with fat. Canning meat's really hard. They don't seal because the oil flats uh, goes to the top and interferes with the lid sealing. Well, anyway, every single jar sealed. And some of them did siphon. There was some leakage, you know, during the process. They're all sealed. They're all safe. And it looks really good. It looks like freaking canned tuna in the glass jars. I'm like, you know how expensive, like really good, decent quality, like tuna and oil from a store is, you know, not. I don't. Bumblebee tuna or whatever, you know. Right, right. Because that's all I've ever really bought yeah. for myself. It's yeah. just the the cheap stuff. It's you know something that I just buy to you know I don't buy anymore. You you're you're the grocery shopper of our family. But that's what we have. Like that's what I stockpile when I have like it's great a shelf stable protein to have. You know. And uh, you know if it's as in quotes good as it, as the can st- as the as the uh, dolphin of the sea or whatever they call it, <laughs> uh, then. Um, that's awesome because I know that stuff's not that great, but especially in my twenties, a a staple in my diet was just popping open a can like that and, and just straight eating, it. eating it. Yeah, and like uh, our baby likes it, so that's good. And even um, I don't remember why. Like there was a TV show that had something about tuna, and then since then, our almost nine year old likes oh, it too. Nick Kroll. <laughs> too much that, tuna too much tuna <laughs> that's what you kept saying when i was canning it <laughs> it was too much tuna if you haven't seen that nick Kroll's a horrible person yeah fuck but him he had a sketch comedy show that had a few good good sketches on there and one of them was the too much tuna sketch but those two the two in the sketch john mulaney and nick Kroll, are definitely illuminati confirmed <laughs> at least nick Kroll. i haven't actually looked into john mulaney john mulaney seems like a creep and yeah. he's not an old Jewish man from the East Coast. He's like from the Midwest, and he's not Jewish at all. But that's what he talks like an old he's Jewish man from the East Coast. definitely from the Midwest. <laughs> that's a different character, <laughs> or a different actor. Um, anyway, we're dorks. And uh, I can't tune in. I'm proud of myself. So with that, roosters, rooster meat is kind of tough, but it makes really, really good broth. And you can pick the meat off if you've slow cooked it and use that for soups and things like that. So my plan is to can some of the meat straight up bone in into the jar Mm -hmm. without added water, just salt and a bay leaf. Mm -hmm. You pressure can that. It makes its own broth in the jar. And then you dump that out to make your soup, pick the meat off the bone. And it's pressure cooking that inside the jar. So you're like cooking it. And then next thing you know, you're making like, you have shelf stable protein and then you have food that's like ready just to heat heat up and eat or to use in a recipe. It's like, that's I'm that's, really excited about. That's that. our version of fast food. Yes. In the in 2022. So this year I've definitely stepped up the canning. It's been I've done more than I've ever done before in a season. Yeah. And I've done more variety and a lot of new things. I've never done potatoes before this year. I've never done um, apple apple slices. I've never done jelly. I've always done jam. I did all. Oh those sure, sure. And I've never done tuna, and I just did that. So. Dude, well, I'm super proud of you. I'm super happy that you've done all this. I am going to uh, survive the apocalypse thanks to you. Hopefully, unless, you know, it's like a mud flood situation and we're all fucked. Yeah, if this basement gets flooded with mud, (laughs) yeah. But, you know, then hopefully somebody will find... But then we'll go mining for food. You know, if someone eventually could find that and and my jars could still be sealed with good food inside, and that that makes me feel good, too. And there... Uh, I guess I don't know enough to like say it with with confidence, but I believe they found like preserved canned like uh, 
some 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 type of sealed stuff like in Egyptian tombs. I've heard they found like honey and stuff that's still good. Yeah, but honey it's, like, for sure. Solidified, but but, it's still but I good. think there was like canned canned stuff like like really? pressure sealed no shit. stuff that wow. held its seal. Eh, it might be outside. I don't know. Maybe that's, it's not. And not what, something I've listened to anything about recently, but you know, uh, like more traditional ways of of you know preserving meats were like potted meats, mm-hmm. which are just like basically like um you know you preserve like a a pate with aspic which is just like a gelatin that that's made also made from the meat that's on top the potted meats are preserved with fat so the meat is cooked with a lot of fat but then it's got a fat cap on top Mm -hmm. which acts as like the protector Mm -hmm. for things below it Mm -hmm. and then there's always a risk of botulism in these kind of situations but that's why you heat it up thoroughly afterwards well i think if they found that in an egyptian egyptian tomb and it really is like uh say four thousand years old i think any botulism would be dead by now right? it would be good to eat straight <laughs> i don't know that's a great question no would, one ever said what's the shelf life of botulism that's the best question i think i've ever thought of oh my gosh yeah i wouldn't hesitate you know i wouldn't heat it up i just dig in just try it out i mean what's gonna happen what's the worst what's that can happen? happen what's the worst <laughs> that can happen you gotta give it a try just you know, go for it. So yeah, that's all. That's all good stuff. Yeah. And, um, that's yeah. Feeling good about it. It's still really busy. Lots of stuff to do. Roosters to process, but we're feeling good. And I just heard. I just saw a note pop up. Um, the new episode of Feed the Beauty is out. Oh sweet. So that's got its own RSS oh, feed. That's the one we missed. We missed it. We're not there. So we're go. Right. We're gonna. That, I'm excited because I'm, I'm as a listener. Like I want to see what kind of they probably accused us of being at the gay rodeo. I, I don't know what happened. Well, we were, we were pulling shit out of pipes. I mean, that's pretty much what gay <laughs> sex is. Am I right? That's so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. We were having some trouble with the old septic tank and we thought it was a clogged toilet at first, it was which a, it was, which it was, but then it was a septic clog as well. So that was interesting. And we learned a lot about our septic tank. Yeah. I feel way better going into the future with it. It's just it not as big an ordeal as our well was, but um, it's just like our well of that. I feel much better, uh, you know, going into the apocalypse, I guess I could say going into us. Uh, fuck the apocalypse. I'm not doom and gloom in here. I just mean, I am not going to need to call someone as quickly next time. Oh yeah. In either case, we have some things to troubleshoot that we didn't have before. Yes. And that is very, very comforting to me. More, more tools in our tool belt. Yeah. And that's great. And you did the maintenance on the tractor and I mentioned that in our last thing, but you I did, you made me sound like I'm so organized. Y- like you're like a less of a Hank Hill and more of like a Dale and Hank had a baby. Yeah, I'm somewhere in there. Maybe if Lucky and Hank had a baby. Oh, well, you're nice. You like those Fritos hot off the line. I love those Fritos hot <laughs> off the line. Oh, but yeah, it was super hot watching you work on the tractor. I'm just not going to lie. Yeah, but I got that Dale in there too. It would be a, it? if the three of them had a three-way. In Dale, there. Lucky, and Hank were like um, genetically engineered baby. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's you. Anyway, that's stupid. Well, yeah, it is stupid, <laughs> but that's why people listen. They enjoy us. But you know what? Stupid is exactly what I want to talk about today. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Uh, And stupid's not the right word, but I'm probably going to use it quite a bit to describe what I'm going to talk about. And that's something I kind of forgot all about that me and my friends said and did 20, 22 years ago, something like that. Back around, around, uh, you know, maybe before Mm 9-11, maybe after long time ago and it's not something that stuck but i i just i just kind of remembered this concept and i i bounced it off of you the other day and i realized i really like this mm-hmm. uh so to put it into context uh me and my friends are all really were these aren't my friends anymore we were really uh smart but uneducated we were borderline homeless but not um, you were, um, not going to college. Definitely not going to college. Uh, but you were maybe well-read. But we were becoming well-read. Well, but, even well-read's probably But by choice, by choice, yeah. you were researching things and you were having intellectual conversations, right? Yeah. The, the types of people that we kind of were, and we were, were kind of moving out of was we had been what the term we used was gutter punks. We, all of our friends were gutter punks. I had some health issues that 
put me in a position that like, you know, hopping trains and being homeless was not very good for me. And a couple of my other friends were in similar boats, not necessarily health wise, but they were, you know, it's just, uh, being homeless is very difficult, if, mm. especially if you're not a shit bag. Um, yeah, if you're a shit bag and you can drink or yeah, do enough just, heroin to like, just pass out. Yeah. If the, it's, a, it's an old <laughs> joke. That's not a joke that we used to say was why do homeless people drink? So they can sleep. Yeah. Um, it's not and if you're joke, one of those homeless people, you you just you're you're getting fucked up enough that it doesn't matter where you are, and you will always you know sleep, and you'll always be all right. Uh, well, we weren't those people, um, but all of our friends were, and we had uh, I guess you could say a lot of respect for people who were like that. Um, I don't necessarily anymore. I don't not. I don't. It's not a blanket statement of that. Uh, I, I think that. Just like any other class of people, homeless people come in all different types. Uh, the ones we hung out with, though, were, were punk rockers. And, um, you know, they hopped a lot of trains and they would go from, from city to city and be in one place or another for a little while and move along. Transients. Transients, yes. And we got a house, a huge house. Uh, seven bedrooms was in that house. Uh so that was the Lincoln House? That was the, yeah, on Lincoln Street, known as the, the Lincoln House. And um, we, it cost like, I want to say it was like just over a thousand bucks a month, which is, you know, was a lot for us in one sense, but you get seven it, people it, at a time paying that's rent. That's at least 2,500 now. Oh, at yeah. least. I, yeah. I bet it's more than that. Um, but uh, we, we, kind of hosted this house that was uh, very open to the gutter punk community. Um, people would come in and, um, you know, sometimes stay a week, sometimes stay a month. If they were there a month, we'd ask them for rent. If they were there for a week, we'd just ask them to pitch in around the house. It was, uh, it was, um, you know, it was a, uh, it was kind of decent, but it really revolved around me and this, this, my core friends of the time that lived there. And uh, we coined a really cool phrase that I am, I completely forgot about, and I'm sure that they've all forgotten about it, wherever the fuck they are, um, wearing masks and being retards, I'm sure. Um, the few that I do <laughs> stay in contact with are all fucking, they're as bad as Jello from Dead Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we coined this term, and that's the term that I brought up with you the other day, and we called ourselves gutter intellectuals. Because we were, the, the, the whole thing is we were gutter punk adjacent. We weren't homeless. Yeah. And we weren't shitbags. We all had jobs and we weren't the types who ever got fired. I bet none of us have ever been fired from a job, even still to this day for, for, those, for those other dudes. And um, we, we never had our shit together enough to do a zine, but we had this idea of, of doing a zine. And uh, I don't think we had the title as gutter intellectuals. Um, one of my friends somewhere, if he didn't throw out all his shit, still has a folder full of all of our little collages and stuff that we made that we just never, we didn't think anybody else would care enough about it to put it together and, you know, try and distribute it. Um, but, <laughs> and get this, you're going you're gonna to love this. Mm. You know what we, how, how we would, you know, refer to what the idea of this little zine was what extreme leftism we're we're all extreme leftists oh my god we would say and then we would go on but we weren't that's that's well you weren't by today's standards definitely not by today's standards we were confused even by those days standards as to what left right paradigm but that's the was. that's the whole psyop that's that's why it's they just co-opt those those fringe this groups of people and make them useless slightly know? later in 2005 i think was when bush ran a second time uh-huh. 2004 or five um we the the remnants of that group that house was was dissolved and whatnot uh we were calling it the uppest movement Uppest, because we're not right, we're not left, we're uppest. Oh my god! We had uh, a positive outlook on demolishing all these systems. Um, I still would have considered myself a leftist to some degree at that point, 
but I wanted to different what well, I was becoming aware of the left right paradigm and I knew that I wasn't left. Mm-hmm. I wasn't Democrat anyway. That's probably what I was shedding by that point. It's definitely not on that Democrat side. Right. But anyway, we called it extreme leftism and um, we called ourselves gutter intellectuals. And our, our whole thing was that we had a different take on the world because we were smart and intellectual like all those college kids who we didn't really hang out with. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, ones would come and go. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, I knew a lot of people in college. Um, but, w- you know, we definitely weren't those people. Those people were all snobs who thought they were better than us. They would, uh, they would call, those are the people who would call me out on using the wrong word. You know, like, oh, that's not even a word. Um, which... 90%. I don't remember ever being called out on using a word that I later looked up and figured out wasn't a word. It was that these college educated people didn't like what I was saying. And they, I remember one time talking about music and I said, Oh, something about rhythmic vibes. Blah, blah, blah. I said rhythmic. And they were like, rhythmic's not even a word. You don't know what you're talking about. You need to shut up. Rhythmic's- and rhythmic is absolutely a word. Totally um, a word. you know, like, Holy shit. Um, but, um, is this where your love of uh, slightly mispronouncing things and oh, totally. to bother people? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Oh, big time. Because uh, that's when I started my thing. That I don't say on podcasts often, but you've heard me say it enough times. I say, if I mispronounce a word mm-hmm. and someone calls me out, oh no, it's not pronounced that way. I usually say something to the effect of, "Well, if you're so smart, why couldn't you figure out what I was trying to say?" Yeah. Well, and. And that, that was in, that was in this, in this gutter intellectual era of my life where, um, you know, it started being like, it's not about the words, you know, it's about the ideas that you have. And, um, it's not, it's not about education (laughs) at all. It's about, um, intellectual curiosity. We'll say exploration. That's one of the, we have like a episode that's called intellectual yeah oh yeah it totally combines with that episode um that that would be a a good one for someone to go back and listen to if they want um to further understand my position on 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 education and all of this uh but there was another component that we talked about actively on it which was uh to glean information from the gutter Mm -hmm. from the bullshit from tv from movies uh, he didn't need to read a textbook. Mm-hmm. We, we read books, but they were far and few between compared to our pop culture exposure. Uh, an example of this would be just, uh, was that two podcasts ago? I mentioned the, the Buddhist story of the yeah. tiger chasing the guy and the strawberry and all of that. And, uh, boy, I sound really smart when I say that because I sound like someone who's, like, read a bunch of Buddhist text. I've never read shit for Buddhist text. That was a story from a King of the Hill episode. I I got that from King of the Hill. Yeah. Right? But that doesn't make that story any less uh, valid. valid. Or especially in that moment. Yeah. It it was applicable to what we were talking about. and, And that's cool. And that's cool that I knew it. How I learned that doesn't fucking matter if I learned it from King of the Hill or if I learned it from, from reading those, or if I just learned it from hanging out with a Buddhist who told it to me, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all of these things are, are equally valid. If the story fits the situation, then I'm being smart by, by telling the story. Um, and there's that intellectual side wants to call someone out. Oh, you got that wrong. Where did you read that? Oh, I saw it on King of the Hill. <laughs> you saw it on King of the Hill? Well, how am I supposed to listen to you? And we were all about just like, like take the, you know, you get it from song lyrics. Sure. And we listened to a lot of music back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and we would have ideas and things that we learned from listening to music. And sometimes lyrics could be really vague and it would make you think about something and you'd have to like do weird roundabout research to like understand what they're referencing and then or maybe we would just be completely off on what they're referencing but it makes our mind pop off and we think of something else and we we misinterpret their lyrics essentially but we come up with an idea and if that idea feels valid then it's valid yeah it's not oh you misunderstood what the dead kennedys were saying by that therefore 
anything you've cited from a Dead Kennedy song is invalid. Right. It's a little similar today. You might hear someone say, um, give a fact. And then the other person says, where'd you hear that? Well, I read that on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia, anybody can change that, you know, um, and, and they want to, to say that anything you have to say from this point on is invalid because you used a shitty source of Wikipedia to, to say what you're, what you're, what you're trying to say mm-hmm. um, or where you learned it. If you learned it from Wikipedia, not valid. doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's the fact that you're a fucking piece of shit who learns from Wikipedia. Uh, but if you went into horrible debt to go to college, then you can say stuff and you're just amazing. Yeah. 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 Which, right. um, you know, uh, again, you can go back and listen. Uh, we, I don't have a very, um, high opinion of college education. I don't have a low opinion of it. I don't think someone's stupid for having gone to college. Uh, but it's not the thing that makes you smart. Right. And that's what all combines within this, uh, this concept of gutter intellectualism. Um, and like I said, I brought it up with you just a few days ago. I said, hey, have you ever heard this term? And you were like, no. And then I briefly, not as in-depth as I have just now, but I briefly mentioned what it was I was referring to. And did you kind of like Google search that? Yeah, well, because you were like, this is cool. And I was like, you know, I like that term, but this gut feeling I have is that somebody else has already started using it and it's like for a shitty reason. Sure. And so I'm like, I don't want to just start using it because kind of like picking your band name without looking around to see if anybody else has that band name. Dude, you know? I got this sweet band name. It's Metallica. <laughs> we should roll with it. I, yeah, I doubt should. that it's a made up word. So it's like nobody else Nobody's could possibly use be using that. So, so I went on and I Googled it and I, I did, I found someone's blog called like gutter intellectual dot blog spot or something. And, and it, they hadn't been on since like 2007 and they never wrote a post. They just wrote, they just started it and wrote like their intro or bio or whatever. And that was that. I wonder if it's anybody I knew. It doesn't seem to be, it's a weird name, but that doesn't mean anything, but they like live in Kauai or something. Like, yeah. do you have any friends that moved to Kauai? I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't know. Um, and well, so, you know what? One of the core people that I'm talking about was from Hawaii. Huh. And then, Oh yeah. And then the other thing I saw was like old, maybe a MySpace link for a song. I think there was a, a rap group that had an album or a song title called gutter intellectual. Hmm. So killer, killer title underground rap, like probably, I don't know why, but I felt like it was white dude rap. Yeah. It's definitely not like the most original phrase. Well, it just seems obvious. I mean, it's like just natural or whatever. Yeah. I think I want to take it back. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know what, what that means. Like, I, but, but see here, here's my qualm with it. Is that the yeah. right word? Do you want to judge Shit. me on? My... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like the qualm's word. Qualm's not even a word. <laughs> I, I, qualm's not even a word. Qualm. I, <clears throat> You're thinking of a squall. <laughs> I'm thinking of a squall, which is what happened today. That yeah, was weird, we weird weather. Um, so there was, uh, intellectual, uh, it's a trigger. I have like a, do you yeah. have to have a trigger warning? Uh-huh. I don't like the word intellectual. Yeah. I think that makes you a prick that your nose is in the air, that you went to college, that you think you're smarter than me. I don't, I mean that, uh, what, but I can't remember what our, our previous podcast, I think I, there was another word that I was saying that I liked better. Curiosity. Well, we talked about, yeah, a lot cur- about the- it was called curiosity or intellect. And we talked about like, are you curious? Do you want to explore? Do you want to learn? Or are you an intellectual where you want to be taught something and repeat it and say steadfast that that's the right thing? Right, right. And in my, I'm, I'm into exploring and, and to try to understand things on my own in a way that it actually sticks with me and not just memorizing something that someone else says that somebody else before them found to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Curiosity intellectual would also work. For, yeah. for what this this meaning would be. Uh, and um, as far as not liking the word intellectual goes, I'm with you 100%. And I was with you 100% two decades ago when we were, when me and my friends were using this phrase. Um, and that's why but we that's used the point it. Of it yeah. That was the point. Because it's felt, we felt a little trapped um, as free thinkers. Um, which is up for debate. I mean, uh, were we really free thinkers? Uh, you know, it's hard to say. Yeah. Do like leftist, um, so, so, uh, socialist, socialist? do leftist socialist college students today 
consider themselves free thinkers. They probably do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I'm open to all of the genders. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all the 57 genders. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like really, you know, a free thinker. And it's like, you're just repeating shit other people have said, you know? Like, you're not even thinking for yourself to see if this makes sense. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, were you like that? I mean, I don't know if you were, but were, was that group of kids like that? Probably to some extent, yeah. Well, yeah, because like, like I said, we felt kind of trapped. We were weirdos. Everyone's a weirdo is, is something I've kind of found in life. But we just, in that moment, we were caught because essentially we were smart like the college students that didn't want to be around us because we were too drunk. Yeah. Um, but instead the people who did want to be around us were kind of like shit bags and no, no offense to any of them. I don't think any of them are listening or wouldn't necessarily <laughs> be able to pinpoint that that's who I'm talking about, but they were, why did they drink so they could sleep? Um, and we weren't like that. We all, we all, had our shit together mm-hmm. while choosing not to have our shit together yeah, kind well, of at I, the same time. I can really relate to that because that's how I was, mm-hmm. but I can't relate to having friends like that. Mm-hmm. I was like that. And I had friends that were not, mm-hmm. I was like that. And I had real homeless people living with me and mm-hmm. I had real criminals with living with me. My boyfriend was a really a shit bag that mm-hmm. didn't have a job, but I always had a job, you know, even when I was drinking the most or doing other things, you know, like, I was, I was a reliable person. I had a car and a house and uh, a job and not because someone handed them to me because I worked for them mm-hmm. and that is, I can relate. So I can relate to that very much. So, and there was always long conversations into the night, even if it was just me talking to people who couldn't participate mm-hmm. uh, of like, you know, uh, trying to understand the world and, and try to dissect different things that we were in, into, that I was into music and movies and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of a weird place to be, um, and we're nowhere near that place now because we don't hang out with any degenerates, shitbags, you know, like um, any degenerate shitbags that are even close to being in our lives are people that we uh, kind of more keep tabs on because we still care about them, mm-hmm. uh, who are better than just friends, but more like family, even if not blood origin family. Yeah. Um. And, um, you know, we're not, uh, certainly our day to day isn't involving any kind of degeneracy. Uh, degeneracy is not even a word that might, that you might be right. (laughs) That might see that's a, that's an example, but but that's a perfect example because I know exactly what you mean. And so does anyone listening. If, if anybody didn't know what the fuck I meant, then don't fucking correct me. Yeah. <laughs> because you're stupid. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, um, if you couldn't... It, but the answer is everyone always knew what you were trying to say. And then they wanted to call you on saying it wrong. And they just want to sound smart. I know. And what's funnier is they wanted to tell us we're stupid because they think that we just want to sound smart. And the truth was, we didn't want to sound smart. You were trying to say a word so people would understand what you we were talking We wanted to have about. real conversations about yeah. real shit uh-huh. as we saw it at the time. There were other advantages to our lifestyle versus the, um, the degenerate lifestyle that went on around us too. Like I've mentioned on here, I believe before about tape trading. Yeah. Yeah. We Um, had an episode about that. Like I was super into tape trading. Well, none of the homeless people were, you know why they didn't have fucking addresses, right? You know, like they couldn't, they, they couldn't be a part of that, but they loved coming and staying with us for a couple weeks. Why? Cause I had all the fucking music because I was going crazy with this tape training. They would, they would uh, get excited. Cause I'd say I'm going to the fucking uh, post office to my PO box to go pick up a bunch of shit. And I'd come back with tapes I'd come back with a box of tapes and like, it would be like new music time. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, there was, and then like health and, uh, I think that truly, I think that what made me not a shit bag in the long run is this lifestyle as well, because I kept employed. I didn't become comfortable with being, um, an unemployed person. And unfortunately somewhere in the last 20 years, almost all of those people who were all very anti-government and anti-system and very fend for themselves type homeless people, they're all on the on the fucking dole now. They they're, probably have their Obama phones even. <laughs> they they use houses like mine, 
like mine was, mm-hmm. if, if that was happening today, all those people would want to use our address. Yeah. And we would have like 20 people receiving welfare checks through there. Sure. And I'm proud to say charging their cell phones. (laughs) Nobody got welfare back then. And in fact, it would come up from time to time and I'd be like, no, welfare is no good, man. That comes from the government and the government's no good. And kind of the smarter someone was, the more they wanted to fight that. Yeah. The shit bags didn't. They wanted to go, yeah, yeah man, fuck the man. They, yeah. yeah, they want to just fucking give us money so that we can poison ourselves. But instead, I'm just going to go steal beer. And then poison and myself. And poison myself. <laughs> but you know, uh, did you guys ever go to the food bank? Yes. Yeah, we yes, went to the food we did bank. go to the food bank. Uh, it's funny, and actually, I, I didn't mention that aspect of something I just said on um, Adam's podcast, uh, uh, the, the same one. Uh, that I was mentioning a little bit ago of because um, I mentioned shooting. Uh, me, me, I was about 20 and me and some friends were out shooting. The reason we were out shooting is because we'd just gone to the food bank and we'd get everything we could, separate out what we wanted to eat and then take everything else up uh, up to the mountains and shoot the rest <laughs> of the food. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, the food bank. Oh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Long, long lines of old Russian women with scarves in their hair and they had these really cool like metal tiny carts that they would like drag behind them. Uh-huh. I was like, that's smart. I'm going to carry this big box and it's going to be really heavy and hard to do. Mm-hmm. And like, you just get the most random shit. Like you hope you get peanut butter, you know, mm-hmm. like you hope you get something that you want to eat, but then mm-hmm. there's like all this other really random shit, rando stuff. And then uh, there'd hopefully... always be the grossest, uh, sweets. Yeah, the produce would be, in the summer, could be okay sometimes, but sometimes. it's always on the downside. It's on the downside, but you'd use it. And then, then, but then you go around that corner to the bread. It's like day-old bread and stuff. It's uh-huh. like like cakes that have had like moisture inside of the yeah. packaging. It's yeah, like yeah. kind of wet, and it's like it's going to mold in 30 seconds. If yeah. you look at it too long, you just yeah, need to yeah. scarf it. That's the yeah. stuff we would shoot. That and, you know, freaking uh, so, some cans. You know, you get you just get too many cans. Because, like I said, there were like seven was of those. There too, that was house. there too much tuna? I don't remember <laughs> tuna cans. I don't remember no, the short No, I feel like ones. tuna would be something you would keep. We'd get a lot of label-less cans. That, yeah, surprise cans. And, uh, you know, at first when you got seven or more people and transients who, who also are welcome at the food bank, you didn't need an address back then. I think you do now. Yeah, you could say you were homeless and then use a, your zip, a zip code where you uh, were, like, in. But, it yeah. Was, it was limited. Um if I remember, it was they would only get to pick from like three different piles, mm-hmm. and it was all stuff with like uh, pull tab cans. Oh yeah, so they didn't have to have a can opener or any way to heat it up, but like it, otherwise, like you could bring mail for all the people that lived at your house, mm-hmm. and then count that as how many people you're feeding in your home, and then you'd get sure. So I would have mail from like five, six different pieces of shit that lived in my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, so just I get could, uh, too much. Get a ton of stuff. Well, and that was the problem is you know uh, we we would have too much food we had a huge pantry there you know that house we'd probably make fucking sing so well (laughs) today yeah uh because there was a lot of space uh including a walk-in pantry that was lined three walls that were lined with shelves and people would sleep in there and then people (laughs) wouldn't sleep in there because there were too many rats in there yeah um but any which way uh i don't know i kind of got it's like an old old mansion there sorry yeah it was three floors had a crow's nest uh, fire escape like that you went up and out a, 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 like a skylight hatch. window. Yeah. And then there was like a place to stand on the outside of that and a ladder that went down and out the angle of the roof and then down to the ground. That was the fire escape. Yeah. But yeah, oh man, we had to keep that thing. It had like heavy welded bars with spikes on the top all the yeah. way around that and we'd keep 40 empty 40 bottles <laughs> on there. And then he'd always try and get that guy who thinks he's like good at fighting. You'd be like, really? You, you, you know, how hard can you punch? Can you break one of these forties with your fist right now on the metal bar? I've watched so many people get bloody knuckles up oh there my breaking forties by punching them onto a square <laughs> metal <laughs> bar. So <laughs> even if the even if the glass wasn't there and broken and cutting their knuckles, they would be. So you're saying intellectual, up. but definitely the gutter part has to. <laughs> oh, we were definitely gutter. You know, I mean, we were shit bags. We were stoned constantly we uh we brewed uh cider constantly we later built a still i think i've mentioned that on here or somewhere else uh that i used to have a still 
that was the, our whole stove at one point quit being able to be used because we just turned the whole thing into a still because we'd make moonshine. Uh, we, we had a whole room that was dedicated to drying mushrooms that people would go out and pick, and they were all, uh, you know, of the hallucinogenic type. Mm. I mean, we kept people fucked up. If we wanted to run a cult, and we didn't do drugs. I mean, we could have just had a bunch of fucking <laughs> just bringing dumb people over to dose and be like, "I am God" or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Instead, we were just as fucked up as anybody else. Just having a good and time. We had like swastika flags up and stuff that would fucking drive people nuts. And it was just to offend people, right? Yeah. Well, in particular, the swastika flag that I'm thinking of was across the door of my friend who was who was Japanese he he was all about he he would say he was our designated Hitler um if we wanted to say something racist but were afraid to he'd be happy to say anything racist because no one can call him out on it because he's Japanese again we were all really fucked up like literally like we were we were drinking and on drugs all the time and then on top of that, we had interest in fucked up shit, whether it be, uh, you know, fucked up music, fucked up movies, whatever. It was all, 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 it was all happening right there. So what do we do with that? I don't know. Like, I guess we could use it. I'll use it for this episode title. Yeah. Cutter Intellectual. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, it, I feel like it speaks for itself. Like it's like any, anyone without hearing us this long story of how you started saying it would understand what it means yeah i just thought it'd be kind of a fun story to tell and put it out there that i want to start using that term again but like i say i've never really used it we used it back then a little but it didn't i like i doubt that any of the other people remember even yeah that we said it i didn't remember if you'd asked me this a year ago well if you'd said the word gutter intellectual it yeah. was sparked but, but a year ago, I think just like sitting around and I mean, even like, for instance, we did our episode Intellectual Curiosity. Yeah. It never passed through my head. That, um, like, oh, we had a name for that. What was it that made you think of it this time? Maybe even oh, what we God. said. Sorry, I'm sleep deprived. It was like two weeks ago that I thought of it. Yeah, I don't you know. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I, I contacted one of these people. Okay. All right. He contacted me and we've been emailing a little bit and it's a sad state of affairs. Um, as far as their compliance goes, gutter intellectualism definitely didn't come up. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't know, just kind of a, a reminder of that period of time in my life. And, um, it was making me think of that zine concept that we had. Um, and cause that would be the, the guy who would still have some of that if he does, he fancies himself a writer. So he might have like kept that as a file amongst all of his other stories that he's written. Sure. He's been, yeah. he's had rejected from multiple publishers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like, I like the term. Okay. I'm okay with using it. Uh, the only thing I don't like is being reminded of that. Those types of people, <laughs> right. <laughs> those right. fucking sellouts. Like that's what I think now, like to all the people that I thought was the coolest. Cause my part of the story during that same time is I, I'm younger than you by two and a half years. And three years, two years, is it, it's le just less than two years, right? You're going to be 40, 84, 81, 82, 83, 84. So like three years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but you're the end and I'm the beginning. So it's just, yeah, it's, closer it's, to two. it's about two years. Yeah. So about two years of an age difference, right? So when you're living in this house, I was like 16 and I'm just getting wild and had my license and job and, but maybe still living at home at least part of the time. Same with friends a lot and being a shit bag, but I think back to those times of the people that I like held high on a pedestal and that house, I was aware of that house. I knew that house, right? I, I didn't go there for shows cause I didn't go to house shows. I didn't go to house parties because I was so, I don't know. It's a combination of being like, probably the, the core of it is being self-conscious I'm like, I'm fat and I look like a dude. No one's ever going to like me. You know what I mean? And then um, I didn't actually look like a dude and I was really not fat then. But, you know. And you there know. was a possibility that you were staying next to your future husband. I as know. You, as you were saying this. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then, you know, regardless of how many guys hit on me and I would still be like, they didn't like me. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. <laughs> or, been a dare. Or good. Yeah. yeah. They're dare. trying to trick me into doing something like. 
sleeping with them and being their girlfriend for a long time. <laughs> but um, that was my trick. <laughs> that was. Um, so so like I I didn't go there much, but I did go there once with a friend who was dating your roommate. And that's that, that time where I, I feel like we were in the same room. Like I can see where you were in the room, but I can't picture you uh-huh. in this memory that I have of this, this by this time. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just because in that moment I wasn't, if I would have met you then it would have been off the table mm-hmm. because I was so, I just rejected everything. It yeah, was like yeah. a, a big net of rejection. <laughs> like it was like a force field of protection around me. I didn't yeah. let anybody in. Mm-hmm. And I, um, but I thought you guys were so cool. And now I think about all those people and, you know, besides you in that house and what they're doing now. And they're just fucking sellouts. Mm -hmm. Like everything that I thought we were standing for at that time, um, was to be against the state. And then those people just like with kind of seamlessly without ever really realizing that they changed, started to say the state needs to fix everything for us. Mm -hmm. And all we need to do is yell louder at the state. Like it stopped being about we need to do for ourselves and started being, we need to yell loud enough on a protest to make them do for us. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. That's crazy to me. And it makes me angry. So when I think of a gutter intellectual stemming from that time period of my life and those people and what they become now, I just want to be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm okay with the term cause they're not gutter intellectuals. Those people are fucking CNN intellectuals. No, those they're, people, they're, they're like, they, they're mainstream pieces of shit. Those people all suck, but I want to, I want to throw this in there because, uh, the way you're saying that and the way I've stated a lot of this today too, uh, I'm, we're painting big blanket statements of that. All these people. Oh suck, yeah. Yeah. And there's right? lots of them we haven't but seen let's, for a Let's long point time. out that you were there uh-huh. and I was there uh-huh. And here we are today. Yeah. So at least two out of the 150 people that were around that house throughout, you know, a two-year period, uh, at least two of those survived. There's there's more. There's and, more. And certainly there are more, especially the people who were more on the homeless side who, like, yeah. completely fucking rejected everything then and that, still do today. That's, In that's, fact, there's someone I could I could think of who he was, he was definitely more on the gutter punk side, but he killed someone and he went to jail for a long time and he got out and, uh, very much changed his ways. He, he like was forced to quit drinking and all that kind of stuff. He didn't like kill some, he wasn't a a drunk driving. It was a drunk driving accident, um, manslaughter. Um, and, uh, he, now, you know, he has a bunch of kids and, and all that shit. I saw him at the beginning of 2020, um, at, like at a time where everyone was wearing masks, we ran into each other at a hardware store and he wasn't wearing a mask. I forgot about this. I remember, I remember you telling me now. And, and you know, like all these people were like clearly having a problem with the fact that we were like standing one feet, foot apart and both of us weren't wearing masks and we just bullshitted for like like a fucking hour. It was like too long. I remember being behind that day because I spent so long talking to my old friend. Um, and it was like, you know, 10, 20 minutes into it. He kind of leaned in towards me. He's just like, so, uh, we're on the same page here. This is all a bunch of bullshit, right? They're just trying to make fucking people conform. Right. You know, I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. And I kind of gave him an earful and then he backed away when I started giving him an earful because clearly he was an outliner, outlier amongst people he knows, which he yeah. still hangs out. He he was asking what metal shows I've been to lately, mm. which really said something because I don't, I don't fucking go to metal shows really. Um, but what was that one? Did you go see just before the Exhumed? Exhumed. Exhumed. I remember telling him, yeah, well, I went and saw Exhumed. He's like, what? You were there? Fuck, man, I was there. You know, like <laughs> I was like, yeah, and I'd actually I'd seen him from a distance, but he was off in a different area and it was loud. You know, I didn't really feel like bullshitting with everyone that I'd seen. Um, but, uh, I have no doubt cause that was early enough that people could still get away without wearing masks yeah. without being the enemy. Sure. I almost guarantee from the way our conversations went, he was way smarter than a lot of people cause he wasn't going with it that day. But he eventually probably said, well, I have to because of my job. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't see the choice. My kids have to because they're in school or whatever. Or right. his kids might be a grown up. His kids school. are probably getting close to grown. Um, his, 
Yeah, I remember him saying one of his kids was 16. Wow. Because um, he was fucking driving or something like that. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I I want to I wanna keep exploring how to and if I should keep using that term because I really like it. Well, I just and think too, it's cool. I mean, how else do you describe what that we're we're thinkers you know like we want to explore things we're, we're thinkers and we're curious but we're, we're in a in a, a thoughtful way like what's look up on your computer like we don't do this on here often what's the um you know textbook or whatever what's the definition of uh intellectual or intellect or both all right i'll just type in define intel. how do you spell intellect e n t just there you go intellectual that, that's like Here. a thing right there it's a crossword puzzle <laughs> wait that's what? not the word that is not the word that i just typed that's in. an ad that's Let's, an ad that's why we don't we're do on dictionary.com though it took us are to we it. okay intellect to all Intel. <laughs> uh yeah you can just look up intellect too um intellectual <laughs> appealing to or engaging in the intellect. Um, that's one, two, of of or relating to the intellect or its use. And three is pro processing or showing intellect or mental capacity, especially to a high degree. So let's click on intellect. Yeah. The power or faculty of the mind by which one knows or understands as distinguished from that by which one feels that by which one wills <laughs> <laughs> the understanding, um, the faculty of thinking and acquiring knowledge, capacity of thinking and acquiring knowledge, especially of a higher or complex order mental capacity. So like that. Yeah. A particular, a particular mind or intelligence, especially of a high order or a person possessing a great capacity for thought and knowledge. You can call say intellect that, right? Mm -hmm. Minds collectively as of number of persons. What? I didn't know that. Or persons and minds collectively. Oh, oh, the intellect of the Oh, people. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The intelligence of the Speaking people. Speaking of, yeah, minds. Yeah. The okay. first one was a little wordy by that, which one feels that by which one wills. Yeah. Well, you gotta be an intellectual. To yeah. Read I gotta do that one com. in my head and not out loud. To try you learned that on dictionary.com. What are you fucking? Yeah. Retarded? You didn't even know what intellect was. No, I knew what it was, but I wanted to say what the freaking definition was. And if I say capacity for thinking and acquiring knowledge, especially for a high or complex order and, and your mental capacity, if I think of uh, us trying to think and acquire knowledge, and that we try to think and acquire knowledge from the gutter, from, you know, from yeah. where we scrounge, mm -hmm. right? You scrounge your knowledge. You're not, you're not oh, going to be oh, educated. Yeah. You know, it didn't dawn on me till just this, uh, a, a modern form of gutter intellectual would be someone who doesn't really read, mm -hmm. who doesn't really research, but listens to the shit out of podcasts. Totally. Because that you're thinking is, all the time, you're exercising your brain, you're wondering what you think, and you're, you, you know, listening to people do yeah. the same thing. Or, or yeah. like I went into, um, not long before we met, you know, like five years before we met, I, I got depressed and started watching cable TV and watched a lot of History Channel. And the History Channel, a History Channel intellect would sure. be another way to put it, yeah. you know, or, or a podcast intellect. It's like you're an ancient aliens intellectual. Oh, dude, I'm big <laughs> yeah. time. Ancient aliens, uh, <laughs> internet, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they never say no. Oh, I, they I'm They never waiting. say no. I haven't watched every episode. I will at some point in my life, but. Ancient astronaut theorists say. No. <laughs> no. Is it possible that aliens came down and built the pyramids Ancient astronaut theorists say no. <laughs> I would like like get really excited if that actually happened. Honey, uh, come here, the TV. They finally said it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you can be, yeah, you could be um uh you can get your knowledge from a lot of different ways. Uh you you know, like people say, um, what do they call it? Um uh, armchair scientists, maybe. Or, yeah, or you know? well an armchair activist, they say. And that, I don't like that term because you're you're talking about somebody who's just trying to be a you know, Twitter warrior or whatever. Sure. But what uh what I'm I'm getting at is what's the what's the saying? I'm I'm feeling retarded because the baby's getting new teeth and I very less low yeah, on man. sleep. So yeah. I'm I'm sorry here. Well but, I'll work with it. Um there's like um 
old uh, old wives tales that's what oh, i've yeah, been okay. trying to think yeah, of yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah there's this wisdom of like knowledge that's passed down between people and like old wives tales could kind of fit into this here, 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 there's a good example of it um that one that i've passed on to you from my grandma who's an old wives tale when she had her teeth finally pulled because she had a few rotten teeth this is a little before my time uh she got dentures but she had all her teeth pulled and they needed to heal and in spite of what her dentist told her, she, they told her not to do this, but she had heard that swishing with olive juice would help them heal. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, she got her dentures sooner than expected because they healed faster than expected. And she said it was because of olive juice. So she would always tell me if I had any kind of a toothache, swish with olive juice. She'd be happy to open a can of olives and pour a little of that brine. And and that's salt water. She's swishing with brine. And if she would have known like, hey, do your fermented pickles brine instead. It's going to have garlic in it. And it's going to be salt water brine. And it's going to be probiotic rich. Mm -hmm. Like that's my old wives tale. It's like it's you take what you know already swish with salt water. And then, like, expanding on that, say, I swish with my pickle juice or and, gargle with it if you have a sore throat. And I'll bet you anything she learned that from, like, Reader's Digest uh-huh. or, you know, something to yeah, that effect. Some like newspaper the... article, something that she read that was kind of throwaway crap, but she retained that. And then when, when she had teeth that needed healing or gums that needed healing, actually, uh, it she did it and it worked. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't go, oh, the dentist probably told her she was stupid for asking about that. Because mm-hmm. n- he looks on his chart, says, nope, all of juice isn't anywhere on here. Yeah, but like they know it's stupid because they probably know salt water works. And then you would go, yeah, it's just salt water. Mm-hmm. Except it's probably also citric acid or fer- ferrous glutinate or whatever. Yeah, now especially. But yeah. what was it in the 70s? I don't know. You know yeah. I don't know. But BPA lined cans, <laughs> whatever that means. Made by ball. Uh huh. Ooh. They're all made by ball. They're all the balls in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so blacked out, tired right now. Uh, well, we can wrap it up. I mean, um, I don't want to. I don't want to drag you out. Uh, I need to put the here. baby down for a nap too, and then maybe I'll put myself down for a nap as well. Oh, I'd love it if you could take a good nap. Yeah, it would. Uh, it would make me feel good to know that you're getting rest. I would love it if you took a shower. We're too. At, we're <laughs> in opposite spots. I'm like super high on energy right now from finishing that big baby finishing job. that uh, 17 and a half acres uh, over 10 hours of just constant sitting on that thing. Um, I don't know it's. And when it's big space like that, there's something so massive about like looking back and being like, oh shit. I did I that. I just did all of that. Yeah. I just did that and I took breaks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you didn't I, kill yourself. I didn't kill myself. I, you know, partway through today, I had that great conversation over the fence with our neighbor. Yeah. You know, which made me feel really good. Um, and, um, you know, I've, I've also, I've spent all that time this year um, pulling tansy ragwort. Yeah. And for me now to go over the entire thing with a fine tooth comb and I find seven plants, bam, I'm fucking doing it. Did and you dig them up? I didn't dig, but I got them pretty good. Yeah. Uh, cool. I don't think I left any roots behind on cool. any of them. I just didn't have any tools yeah. with me. Yeah. But I did have, a, I took a plastic garbage bag and I had clippers. So all of them had seeded. Mm-hmm. So I carefully clipped the heads off of each one and got that down into the bottom of the bag and then got around with gloves on so I could get a real good grip down at the base oh, and pulled cool. out the root cluster on, oh, that's awesome. on all of those. And, um, yeah, I feel pretty damn good about it. That's so cool. Organic farming. Yeah. It's such a bitch to do that every now and again. <laughs> yeah. And then like next year, hopefully we have less than we did this year. And, yeah. and if you do it again, then eventually we're going to have the odd one that pops up from a seed blowing through. And hopefully we'll notice it before, but see, it's possible if there's only an odd one, we might not see we it don't see until it. there's a few. And then it has, then that year it goes to seed and each one can produce 10,000 plants or whatever number yeah. of seeds come off of them. Um, so, you know, we might, might miss that altogether one year, and then all of a sudden the next year we have we have them popping up. In which case we do what we just did again, and you know, I talked about spraying with the with the with our neighbor a little bit. He's how old would you say he is? 65? Six, 60, 65, yeah. Sixty five tops. Um, like Michael's age. He's he's recently retired, um, and 
he uh, just started spraying for the first time uh, his fence lines. Uh, and he said that it's not because he wants to. He's never seen a need for this. He just, uh, he's getting old. And he's like bringing the, bringing the weedy, weed whacker all the way out to this fence line and doing this. Because he, he's trying to keep long grass off of his he hot has a, fire. Yeah, he has hot, a hot, hot, wires. hot wire. So um, Electric fencing. Yeah, high tensile fencing. So, you know, he's... He's got to stay on top of it. It's not like mine. I'm going to clean mine up. Because one blade of grass can short out your whole fence line. Yeah. By not short grounding, out. That, that grounding sounds, it out. It grounds, grounds it out, it and out. then it's useless until you fix that spot. Shorting would mean yeah, 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 you know, yeah, burn that's, it out. That's what but, I meant. Um, you know what I meant? I knew what you meant. <laughs> Are you too stupid to know that I meant the thing you said? Uh, Thanks actually, for it's clarifying. pronounced sharting out. Uh, sharting. Sharting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do after you eat Taco Bell. <laughs> He also said something about my grandpa I could mention. Yeah. Because uh, um, he was talking about shooting coyotes. And uh, that when he would shoot a coyote over the fence line onto our property, when my grandpa was here, he would call up my grandpa and ask him what to do with the carcass. And my grandpa would say, oh, don't touch it. Leave it. And he was confused like but that's not good you don't want to do that and that my grandpa would be like no because the birds need that like that's it's it needs to stay where it's at like it's okay it's okay that you shoot it which he actually said that he didn't really want him shooting him um because my grandpa as he put it he said my grandpa said that they're there for a reason um you know, this is uh, anytime someone talks about my grandfather you have my total attention because I, I respected that man a lot and I take what I can from what I remember from him, but there was so much more to him than I ever knew mm -hmm. and than I can remember. Right. Uh, so when I hear things like that, it helps me understand his philosophy that he lived out his entire life on this property and, you know, he learned what he, he developed his philosophy under his father and his father is the one who started all of this. So, um, yeah, and they they loved animals, and very they much. respected them, and they also seemed to see the cycle of nature. Then to think, oh, you're leaving it out. The birds will thank you for it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Cool stuff. That's yeah. a good place to end. What do you think? It is. That's a good, good, positive thing to end on. Yeah. So here we are. It's not just positive. It's COVID positive. <laughs> we haven't said that for a while. We used to do HIV positive. It's not just positive. It's, it's HIV monkey positive. positive. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a nice positive place to end. Just two gutter intellectuals shooting the shit for an hour in a basement when their children play upstairs. Yep. <laughs> that's nice. And the sun's coming back out. Yeah. And I'm hungry and tired and confused and I've done so <laughs> many amazing things. I even went to Costco today and didn't get in a fight with anyone. It was amazing. Nice. I don't fight people. Are there a lot of Canadians back? Oh God. Oh God. Fuck those guys. It's not Canadians. just Canadians though. It's Canadians that drive Teslas and get the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, We've been over it's it and they're just times. rich and they don't care about you. And they look at me like I'm disgusting and then they stand in my way so I can't pass them. And it's like, I just want to run the people down the giant cart that i'm in just like we can't say that all of the gutter punks turned into welfare fucking pieces of shit socialist yeah um we also can't say that all canadians are anything no because there's uh, the most canadians are reasonable enough to just shop where they live and like not traverse uh to a new uh, well, difficult they, lands to get they, to a new country to go to a costco and buy a bunch of milk do there are some that are fucking fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that I don't ever see their pickups. Yeah. I only no, see the ones I see with the, Teslas. the Teslas and the Lexus and the Mercedes. Yeah. And I just like, and they're all Pearl or sometimes silver. an Acura. I'll see and an Acura can, yeah. from, from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. That's if you get an old Acura or a small Honda, you call it a rice wagon. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> Cause we always call them rice grinders. Uh, there's lots of Asians in, in the, British Columbia that like to drive Acuras and Hondas. Oh, because it's Asians. It's Asians driving, driving it. rice wagon. So we call them rice grinders because they were made by oh by Japanese people. Interesting. We're both racist but different. Yeah, <laughs> we're all racist together. It's not racist. It's just, just what's the word? Uh, what's the word? Stereotypes. Oh God, those. I've been words, thinking about. I've been easy. thinking about old racist jokes a lot. Yeah, why don't we save that for another podcast? I'll tell one. 
gosh. But I won't make it Is racist. It gonna, it's not gonna, racist. Okay, it's at the end. It'll be easy to edit out. Okay, go. It's not racist. It's about <laughs> Obama. See, I, I, I can make this. It's not about. No, you don't, we hate you don't poli- use any... politicians. We don't hate black people. All right, this is going to be so racist. No, I'm going to edit it out. What's the difference between Obama? I don't know. That's just a politician. Yeah, okay. I, 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 sw- I switched it at the last or second. Biden. You want to hear it, the real racist okay. version? What's the difference between Obama? I don't know. <laughs> I am going to edit that out. <laughs> I'm fucking editing that out. Okay. Well, you're welcome. We should have stopped with the grandpa stuff. And then yeah, we, we should have. We, 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 we went too far. <laughs> I, can, I can easily edit this out. All right. Although I do think people like our friendly banter and our laughter at the end of the episodes. I, I, no one's ever told me that, but I'm just assuming. I assume. They wouldn't tune back in if they didn't. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Don't forget, get in there and leave us a review if you haven't yet, if you're enjoying our show. Uh, go to greenerpostures.com to keep up to date. If you can't find Feed the Beauty and you want to listen to that, I have the RSS feed on under the podcast tab on our greenerpostures.com website. So you can find it there, too. And uh, as always, um, you know, be well and have fun, and we'll see you next week. And keep listening to Deborah Gets Red Pill, too. We've been doing some great episodes. Excellent. Yeah, more, more to come, too. I'm trying to help get some cool people on. Sweet. All right. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.